welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Digital Broker. I'm Ryan Deeds, your host, and this is a podcast dedicated to helping insurance agencies get operationally excellent through employee engagement, through leveraging of technology, through bringing on new clients and servicing old clients effectively. Big shout out to Indio. If you don't know them, you should. www.useindio.com. They're a great tool that helps you collect data and look cool and do all kinds of neat stuff with your clients. They truly make that customer experience something that you can bank on. You know, it makes it more frictionless for your customers, for your prospects and all that jazz. Today, I'm excited. I'm always excited to be on the podcast, but today I'm excited. I got my buddy, Justin Lair from Agency Revolution, and uh, he's going to be helping us figure out where we should be in our marketing journey. You know, we've talked a lot about marketing. We've talked about um, different things that we need to do, and, and I think that Justin sits in this stuff every day. He's in a part of a company that helps agencies do this specifically. It has a long legacy and a really good reputation. And so I thought, hey, it would be awesome to kind of come in and find, figure out the pitfalls and the successes, what works and what doesn't. Justin, what's up? Happy day. Oh, man, it is fantastic. It is a Friday afternoon. It's almost the weekend. It's going to be beautiful. Appreciate you coming on today. And I guess, I guess my first question is, is there like a telltale sign for an agency that's going to succeed when, when, when they start the, the marketing journey? And as you think through the marketing journey, can you define that? I mean, is there a one, two, three maturity step? And what, what do you see there? Help me, help me understand that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, kind of a, a shout out for our podcast, I guess, because Michael Jans just did his, his uh, four steps, kind of the tiers of what an agency would be all the way from uh, number one agency to number four and, and how they would grow through that. And I think that would be great for anybody to listen to just because it gives a lot more detail on that. But honestly, there's, there's not a, there's not a one size fits all within this because I think all agencies are in different spots of what they consider marketing um, and what they want to kind of move into. But I think the tall tale sign would be um, it's an agency that, that wants to see what's next. What, what are we, what are we going to do? How are we going to evolve? Am I, am I going to stay just stagnant with what I'm doing? And there's a lot of agencies out there that are perfectly fine with that. But the agencies that I see success with, they go, okay, I want to be a little bit more forward thinking. And that doesn't mean that we're changing all process and procedures and getting crazy with things, but maybe we're just going to make incremental changes. And that might be an incremental change on Facebook. That might be an incremental change on LinkedIn. That might be, taking some of your marketing pieces and automating a few steps and then moving on. So I think there's, it's just that kind of mindset. And that's where we see the successful agents that are looking to grow their book of business and, you know, kind of take that next step into more of a quote unquote digital age. When you, when you first talk to an agency, you know, when they call you or you call them, what, what, what is the, the majority today, how are they getting their message out there? How are they, how are they looking at their, their path in a traditional way compared to what a lot of the, the more modern companies do today with marketing? I mean, from, from your perspective, how are you getting in there and judging kind of where they are, what they need and how they can leverage that the most effectively? Yeah. I think even from just a more of a traditional sense, when we talk about marketing, um, 
everybody goes straight towards like website, radio, TV ads, things like that. When I'm talking to agencies and we're talking about just the simplicity of a, of a website, the agencies that are succeeding within this, they've, they've gone away from the thought process that a website is just to attract leads. It's just to get a quote. Um, the websites that are built to actually build trust, show some reputation, maybe even show some engagement to their current clients. Those are the agents that are more willing and kind of open to taking a look at other strategies. Cause then we can get into, um, you know, most agents that I talk with, they'll be like, Oh yeah, we're our customer service is number one. Well, gosh, I hope so. Cause right. if you hire a bad person, I mean, <laughs> what you want to rehire someone right away. I mean, none of us are going to hire anybody for our teams that we think are not going to be a great fit. Yeah. So, and, I, and I think like, it's like Steve Anderson says, you know, customer services table stakes now. Cause I mean, that's really what we're talking about, right? Is yeah. why do I go to X agency versus Y agency and how are you articulating that to me at scale? Right. I mean, that's kind of what we, when I think of marketing, that's what I think of marketing as. Yeah. And, and some, some agencies aren't even there yet in what they're saying. And so that's part of, you know, my role and, and our team's role here. We kind of take that education piece on. We want to talk to agencies. We want to see where they're at. Um, do, they, do they just need a, more of a modern feel on their website? Um, do they need to have social media? Have you even gone down that path? Um, because there is some serious trust. And I was just listening to one of our guys this morning. He was reading uh, a Safeco piece. And 85% of millennials are choosing their insurance agent because of social media outlets. So think about that. 85% of millennials, the, maybe the biggest generation in population now, they're choosing it just because what they see on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, right? So for an agency to just say, oh, we don't like social media, you're blocking out an entire generation, which, come on, I mean, it, retention's huge. And if we're just focusing on, you know, our 60 to 75-year-old clients, we're not going to be in business for too much longer. Well, and, and I think, you know, if you don't learn how to attract the, that new generation and, and resonate with them, then it's problematic, right? I mean, that's, you're just digging yourself a deeper hole. I mean, how do most agencies that call you um, market today from your experience? I mean, what, what, do they have a marketing plan or is it producer centric, you know, producers going to go out, create the lead, make the, make the sale and then move to the next one. I mean, or do you see differences there? I mean, can you help me understand that? Yeah, I kind of put it into two buckets. We've got our, um, we'll just say classic agents. And so those classic agents generally have a website, um, not doing much with it, but they also totally rely on word of mouth and they totally rely on the relationship that their producers create. So now they're putting all that workload on their producers and their CSRs. Mm -hmm. And and there's a lot of downfalls to that, right? I mean, you have a producer leave, you have well, a CSR scale, leave. The problem is the scalability of it. And in, in my opinion, when you when you break it down to the very the, the largest fundamental existential problem, it's if I've got a producer that's putting up big numbers, finding that producer the next one is extremely difficult. It, it, it's the thing that the, is the focus on the vast majority of the executives that I work with in the insurance spaces, you know, if we could, if we could just be fed with good producers all the time, we wouldn't have any problems. And so finding those is very challenging where I think that 
you know, scaling that to have more incoming leads to be able to supplement those producers that might not be such good natural hunters is, is a relatively effective strategy, at least to cut your teeth on it and kind of figure out what the plan is, you know, what, what you can do. Yeah. And, and, and then when we get into that kind of the, that, the second piece of that, I, you know, call the maybe forward thinking agencies, the forward thinking agencies call us because they've put a plan in place. Now they've said, okay, we're going to scale everything. Um, but they generally have systems that don't have integration. They're using kind of older ways to reach out when they have a welcome, they've got claims, follow-ups, they've got renewal procedures and processes in place. But those agencies come to us and I was on a demo yesterday and I was talking to an office manager and their IT guy and the office manager, I, I just asked a question. I was like, all right, so um, your typical day, does it happen like this? Do you go in, run a target list in AMS 360, build that target list, then send all of that to your CSRs. Then you expect them to actually copy and paste an email and send that out. And then you do that almost every single day so you can keep up with some of the, the process of it. Yeah. Okay, so what if I can actually tell you that that, that target list doesn't have to be ran anymore. I just need you to actually create that experience. I need you to create that campaign or use the campaigns that we provide. And now you can actually have something that goes out automatically. And, and that's the big piece that now we've got agents that are going, okay, technology, technology could be cool. You know, so now we've got people that are jumping off the flip phone and now they're, they're finally making right. the switch to iPhones. Right. 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 Um, and I think we've got some open eyes. Unfortunately, there's still a vast majority of agents that are stuck in the, Hey, I want to, I want to stay 2000, 3000 customers. And this is a lifestyle and you know, I'm just going to stay right here. I don't know where they go from, from here on out if they're not thinking about scalability and kind of their, you know, path moving forward. They sell. I mean, that's, that's the plan, right? Is they, they, they ultimately will get to a place where they, they will ride the EBITDA number and they will sell it and uh, make that money and get out. I mean, that's, that's my perspective. With, with a 33 to 40% success ratio of most producers, right? I mean, you've got a, so out of 10 that you hire, three might be successful. And one out of those might be the super producer. And that's a lot of hiring that you have to do and go through that most agencies won't do in two years, you know, just depending on the size of maturity. And so, again, it comes back to that, that scale problem, you know, is how do, we con how do we connect with the people that where we need to connect to? How do we scale our current production staff? How do we make that easier? And so, I mean, I think one of the challenges is we all get emails, we all get marketed to, and so often we glaze over on it. You know, it's, it's from our perspective, even though we might only click one link that comes in in an email a week, which is still probably pretty significant, you know, yep. um, there's thousands of emails that don't go clicked, even get looked at. And so I think that some of our concerns when we think digital marketing is we're just going to spam and send stuff out. And, and, you know, how do you, how do you help combat that ideology? And then how do you in practice, make sure that that's not the case. I, I think there's a, there's a few ways to think about this and, you know, whether you use a system like ours or you guys decide to, you know, go out and copy paste and at least put a process in place. Um, I think it's all about brand awareness. And I mean, the biggest fortune 500 companies are doing it for a reason. I mean, they send out massive amounts of emails because they do that one out of every 10 is going to get a glance and that glance proves something. 
And, and we could even use ourselves, for example, right? I, I logged into my personal email account today at lunch, um, took a look at it, scrolled through it, something caught my attention. I clicked on the link um, and I went and looked at bike parts for 15 minutes, right? <laughs> and it's just a random email that I get that every single morning, but they put something in there, they got my attention. So let's think about how we grab attention and what we're actually doing at the insurance level. Because I, th I think a lot of people still go back to the, oh, we're, we're going to call every single client. Well, not scalable. Right. And 86% of people do not want to have a phone call. Nope. Don't call me, man. I don't want to be called. Yeah. Please, and, God, don't call me. And when I was an agent, that's what happened. Every, every January, I'd come back to the office after Christmas have that warm and fuzzy feeling, oh, I'm going to be agent of the year. I'm going to call my clients. I'm going to, I'm going to really make an effort to do this this year. Just have that, you know, one-on-one -on -one touch. Well, half the time I'm just leaving voicemails that aren't getting returned or I'm calling them when they're on lunch, when they're on break. And I mean, they, they don't want to have a conversation at that point. So it's not doing, it's not beneficial for any of us. Right. So we also have to think about it in the second piece of, when was the last time we actually reached out to our client? Because we all want to go to that and where you went with that spam folders. And are we actually getting through to that? Well, let's twist this because we're, we're both in the insurance industry and take that hat off for a second. When was the last time you got an email from your insurance agent or felt like you had a beneficial touch point with your insurance agent? None. Not for and, me. And, and so now I, I go to that spam folder again, or even the email. So you get a ton of emails a day, and now you see that your, your inbox has an email from your insurance agent. At least it's Other, something. Yeah, right, right, something. something. You're going to click on it because you finally have heard from someone, and it's not about a renewal. Right, so if I'm an account manager, or I'm a producer, or I'm an executive in an insurance agency, and I think I'm on top of my marketing game, right? I, I think I've got it knocked out. What are, or, or if I'm confused about where I am with it, what are the indicators that I would look for to determine if my agency was being effective or at least trying to be effective? You know, as, as, as we help the, the listeners identify where they are in their marketing journey, we will say journey gets so overplayed, but it is what it is. You know, what are the questions that they need to be asking? What are the things that they need to be looking at at their agency to determine if it's time to kind of up that game and ramp that up a little bit? I think one thing, um, you know, and, and we throw marketing out there and un unfortunately it's kind of overused term because we kind of lump everything in there. Right. But I right. think it's just the overall operations of the agency. Um, so are we being effective in a few different spots? So have we gone out to market and have we actually gotten a modern website? You know, like I want to have a good interface with a website. I want to be able to know that I can go on my phone. I can do whatever on it. I can find my agent on there. Then the next piece is, what are we doing towards our retention numbers? Because that's another thing that gets overlooked, right? Selling insurance is the sexy part. But when we start talking about retention, that kind of gets thrown to the side. There's not a lot of, you know, process between there. But that little, that little piece in the inbox that you get from your insurance agent, that's brand awareness. That's what large companies are, you know, all about. It's brand awareness. So it's that touch point. But it's also just sending something that's beneficial to your client. Hey, thanks for the business. I appreciate it. And that's huge. And so now you, you think about those touch points. So what would it take for you to get maybe 
three or four touch points or three or four campaigns running. Um, we like to say that you need nine to 12 touch points a year because with our clients, we've seen about a point and a half increase in retention. I know Safeco and I bring up Safeco because bricks and clicks customers for life. They're on top of their game when it comes to the modern marketing piece. Um, they like to see 12 to 14 touch points a year. So if you go back and you look at your agency and you say, okay, well, we're going to have 12 to 14 touch points a year. Well, the first thing is you're going to get a meeting, right? You're going to have that meeting. You're bringing in all your staff and we're going to say, Hey, guess what guys? Um, you're already worked. Um, we're already a little short staffed. Every insurance agency is right now, but I'm going to add five more tasks to your daily operation. How's that sound? Right. I don't think you're going to get any thumbs up. So now it's take that next step and go, okay, how do we actually scale this and make it effective? Right. And that's where technology comes into play. And so then what is that typically when you, when you start working with a firm, I mean, is there a boilerplate that you, that from a process standpoint that you start with? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, probably 95% of our agents come on board because they want something as simple as a welcome kit. Right. Right now it's uh, well, I've got Shelly and she actually prints off our target list or prints off the report that has all the new business. And then she's folding the letters and sending it out. Okay. So now, now we've got that happening. So let's actually make that automated and let's not just make it one touch point because to your point, maybe you scroll through it. Right. So you missed that. Thank you. But let's also add some other information to it. And it's not the building out the expensive folders and all that contact information about carriers and stuff like that. Let's just make it real. Hey, in case you need me, feel free to reach out this way. What do you need in case of a claim? Because let's think about simple stuff as personal lines, right? The, the reason that we have insurance is for claims. And the time that an insured needs us is during that claim. If we can send them a piece of information that calms their nerves and make them feel like they actually know what to expect during this process, it all helps. So now we've got four touch points going out to them just for that renewal over the next 90 to 120 days. You know, and then the next part is renewals. I mean, those are huge, right? And with increases with premiums and things like that, we can actually build triggers so that if we see a 20% increase, we send out a different renewal, just a different messaging to let them know that we're there for them. We can shop this, et cetera. And then we can get into some of the cool stuff, you know, and, and cool stuff. I mean, get really niche in what we're reaching out to, you know, do you want to specifically go after contractors? Do you want to have, you know, different pieces of information that are going out to those niches on a monthly basis? Um, but what are you doing for storms? Right. I mean, Florida and Georgia just got hit with Dorian and, and every year there's some sort of scare when it comes to tropical storms and hurricanes. And there's a, there's a lot of business that gets missed during that type of storm. And I mean, that sounds kind of negative, I guess you want to reach out and sell during a storm, but at the same point, it's informational. Well, no, I mean, I, and I think that that's, that's a tangible uh, area that we can provide support in. Right. I mean, when hurricanes would come in Florida, we would send a bunch of stuff out. And so, um, and then I think the clients always like that because they're scared of the hurricane, right? They're scared of the storm. Yeah. And so now you have some kind of tangible uh, touch point that allows you to, to kind of make that work. Yeah, exactly. From your perspective, is there, is there, if they were going to have one primary takeaway today, you know, one thing that they to really look over and, and look through and action that they could do today, um, 
either in an evaluation of where they were or next steps for them, you know, what, what should they be, what, what does that look like for an agency that's sitting there? It's kind of a meshed in, in, they know they want to scale more, but it just seems overwhelming. I mean, is that a call to AR? Is that sitting down with their team and kind of going through a process? What does that look like? Um, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I think maybe the, obviously I want to say the best thing is to call agents revolution. We can all help you and we can kind of educate on those steps and what that would be. But I think the, the big piece of it would be take a look at your process and see what your staff members are doing. Um, and how can we improve that? Because a lot of the process in place was created 20, 30 years ago. Um, you know, when, when I was at my agency, it was, you know, this process was created by my grandfather and, you know, my great grandfather. So it's like this legacy of this is how an insurance agency's ran when there's a lot of forward thinking agencies out there that are just killing it because they're taking one more step forward. Right. They're, they're just thinking about how they do that. And they're, they're okay, well, if, if this is good, how can we be better? Right. No, I agree with that completely. And I think that gap gets wider, you know, as they don't act, it gets harder to act. And so, cause that mountain gets t tougher to climb, you know? Well, and it, it's almost like analysis paralysis, right? We, we right. get to that point. And even, I mean, you and I go to a ton of shows, so we get to see all these cool things happening. We get to hear all these great speakers and even myself, I come away from a show and I'm just like overwhelmed with just awesome things that could be applied in an agency. Well, coming from an agent side or principal or an office manager, you go to a show and you come back and you're just overwhelmed. The problem with that is you don't take any steps. So now we're starting over the next year where even if you just come back and say, you know what, I'm going to take one step. I'm going to make one action. You know, and I, I think it was Billy Williams. I was listening to him at elevate. And he said that he has this process where he will try it for two to three years. Well, as an investor, he can definitely do that, right? Um, but as just an, an agent, principal, office manager, try for two to three months. Right. Like, get, give it a go to see if it's actually going to fail, right? Right. No, uh, I agree. Yeah, totally. Give, give, give it a true shot, right? Yeah. What do you hope to see what, that's an indicator of success? What do you hope to see? And what, what don't you hope to see as an indicator of failure, right? Yeah. So. Well, brother, I appreciate your time today. Gang, this is Justin from Agency Revolution. If they need to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you, Justin? Yeah, they can. Uh, we obviously have a website with uh, a lot of information on there, including you know our podcasts, our webinars, videos that we're releasing. Uh, my contact information's on there, but feel free to reach out to me directly. It's justin at agentsrevolution.com. Um, yeah, or give me a call. All right. Well, guys, you guys heard it here. If you guys have some marketing issues, if you think you should be marketing better, reach out to Justin, check him out, see if he can give you a hand. I'm Ryan. This is the Digital Broker. Big thanks to Indio, www.useindio.com. Hope it's a great day for you guys, and I hope you listen to us next time. Thanks a bunch uh, for joining. Thanks, Ryan. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and E&O free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one -on -one demo at www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's www dot u s e i n d i o dot com slash podcast.